Hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Lens with EDL. I'm your host EDL and yet again I'm really excited for who we have on this week. Um, I'm actually really excited because this is somebody that I've known for a few years now and have only grown closer as the years have gone on and how and as we've both kind of um, gotten into our jobs and our roles and you know what we love to do. Um, but it's Jacqueline Lawrence, who is an, I think, assistant athletic director at Cortland, where I went to school, where she went to school. Um, we had a great conversation, talked about being a woman in sport. And, you know, I think she's having a great impact as she gets to uh, teach kids at Cortland and she gets to kind of help kids figure out what they want to do and be a part of Cortland athletics and be a part of, you know, broadcasting Cortland athletics and social media. Um, and I'm just really excited. We had, you know, a great conversation about all that's going on right now and social media and being a woman in sport, which is kind of difficult, but we've both been very fortunate to have uh, people that support us. So I think you're going to enjoy this conversation and uh, let's just jump right into it. Hello again. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. You know, I'm glad we talked before. <laughs> now I can actually say I'm okay with a smile on my face. There we go. That's the goal. Um, but everything going well in with Cortland and all that during this time, during this tough pandemic? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's definitely challenging for everyone, but I can like look back personally on this year and know that it's been like one of the best things for me as an individual. You know, I think you take what life hands you sometimes and make the best of it. So for me, I think it's just like the pandemic has slowed me down. I think in the realm of sports, we're kind of like, go, go, go. And on to the next and everything is very statistically categorized. And it's kind of nice to just like focus on relationships and focus on yourself for a bit and slow down. So like, I'm probably in the best place I've ever been, which is good for me, but everything in Cortland, generally speaking, is good. I mean, the, the students just kind of are all gone by now. They started moving out about two weeks ago. And they're not coming back until February 1st. So definitely oh, wow. quiet times around here. Um, it's been <laughs> a strange semester. Um, but I think the kids have been really resilient. And I think, you know, it's, they've impressed me and they're making the best of it as well. So yeah, and I, I mean, maybe we could, I guess we could just jump into this right now, because I did I didn't watch it fully, but I did just see the video you guys put out on mm-hmm. Cortland that uh, Dylan, right? Is he the one that helped with that? Dylan, is that his name? Um, Dylan Dubuque no. is a wrestler yeah. for us. And then his, it was his concept and Miriam kind of wrote the script. And then Jesse's a, a video um, yep. a guy that does a lot for me. So he's the one who produced it. I mean, I watched just the beginning and stuff. I know Dylan because he worked at Camp Winnedu, which I took photos okay. of. Um, and so like, it's so funny because like, and he is one of the best photos um, that I got at Cortica. Actually, I'm going to pause, not pause. I'm just, let me go get it really quickly. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's see it. It was in my other room because I'm, I have an empty wall in this office, but I need to, and I'm going to fill it with photos. Like the whole wall is going to be filled with photos, just like my room. Um, but I, I, I have a, I have (laughs) squared off in my other room, like on the ground, I'm laying out the photos so I can have a layout of them. So this is in there, but look at this photo. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a really great photo. Like, and the fact it. that it's like from the national anthem, his hair is insane. He got a haircut yeah. now, so he doesn't have that hair anymore. But like the fact that he's like the only kid I knew on the team, because like, I don't, football was like one of the only sports I didn't shoot when I was at Cortland. I like, mm-hmm. cause I ha- always was soccer. Soccer, so right. soccer would yeah. have the same exact time games on Saturdays. So I never shot football. 
and and then for Cortica, I would just go to Cortica. <laughs> it's like right. weird to yeah, think back not. to that now. I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't even take photos for Cortica. Like, like, well, I wasn't on the sidelines. Yeah, and yet and yet I took photos for Cortica at MetLife. <laughs> like what? Yep. So so yeah. So he is one of the best photos like ever. He, um, yeah, he's a he's great. A photo ge- he's a good kid. Great guy. Like great. Oh my yeah, god. Huge fan. Yeah. 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 So I gotta watch that. Um, but I just bring that up because like you guys are, I like, I like what you're doing, you know, like you're trying, you're, you're still posting stuff, putting stuff together. I think the kids, like you allow the kids to do things with you. And I think that's, what's so cool. Thanks. Yeah. My biggest thing I always, someone asked me for like advice is that, Hey, I'm not like fine, like hire your weakness. Right. So I'm like, I'm not someone who's like super tech savvy. We had to go to zoom for this. I couldn't figure (laughs) out the link. Um, but, uh, so it's just like, finding people who are like the Jessies and Miriams that are good at this stuff. And they, it's great experience for them too. And then like getting our students involved in the process, like, what do you want us to put out instead of me telling them what to put out? Like what ideas do you have? So I'd like to kind of flip that script because the kids are so creative today too. Like they have a ton of ideas. So it's great to just like, I'm not that kind of person. So I just give them a little bit of a voice. Yeah. And I think it's great. Cause like you are a smaller school, like I interned at Notre Dame where they have athletic communication people for every sport you know like right. they, you which know, is so crazy is to think of not like they have I should say they each person probably works with two sports two to three mm-hmm. so it's like you know they have eight people in their office you have you and like a couple right. others and the coaches help it like you know the coaches are the people for their sport so I think yes. it's like you take advantage of having these kids that are creative um and that want to make Cortland look good you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I know we've talked about how mad I was that you didn't use me when I was at Cortland, but only because you thought I was so busy, which I was fair enough. Um, right. But like, it's good. Use the kids, use the people that love Cortland. There's no one that loves Cortland more than Cortland athletes. Like, right. They truly have so much love for their school and for their athletics. And there's no, like, who else is going to promote it better? Right. Yeah. It's like, and it comes from like the heart, you know, when it's all, all that. So I think, yeah, you're, you you're definitely right and like even I think about too like I didn't even utilize you because I was so like I'm off the grid yeah I'm new I'm young and I'm not into social media on a personal level and then I'm like I we need to have a really good Instagram which is what we have to do so like I just took it on I didn't really want it but I knew we needed (laughs) to do it and if you were at school right now you know I'd be like knocking on your door and harassing you to take pictures so at least you can know Uh that I know, I know, I can know that now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was always just so bitter about it when I was there. I was like, why aren't they asking me to do things? I, I want to make things. I want to take photos. And like, I remember Sarah Piantatini, I can never say her last name. I had her on the podcast. I think she was helping because I would go to SAC meetings because you guys just allowed me to be. It was really, I had a very interesting relationship with all of you guys because I was a part of teams, but then I would also sit in those meetings just to be there. And like, I don't know what I had to do with it, but like you allowed me, you know, you and Courtney would allow me to be at things like that. Yeah. And I think she, I think Sarah was doing Instagram. This was like when you started. Sarah started the Instagram. Yes. And she took my photos with my EDL photography watermark on them. I was like, I was like, who's doing this? Why aren't they just, it was so funny. So it was a very confusing time for me because I had no idea what was truly happening. I didn't know Sarah. Like I know her now, like now we're genuine friends. Like I'm going on a, I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so it's really interesting to see. And it's cool. Cause I forgot how you were new, like newer, you know, like it was. Yeah. I mean, I got here in 2014. 
And I was a sophomore in 2014. Okay. Yeah. 14. Yeah. 14. Yep. 14, 15 or, was my first junior. year here. Oh no. Yeah. For, like sophomore, junior. Yeah. Sophomore, yeah. junior. Yep. Fall of 14. Yeah. So in yes, I think Sarah started it and I don't really know when I like, I don't know how or when I took it over, but I did. And I just was like, I think the one thing I look at too is I don't ever like with Cortland, maybe this is egotistical of me to say, but like, I think we're different. Like we just are different in a lot of ways. And like, even like our students and our alumni, it's, there's a different vibe to it. I don't know if maybe people from other schools wear a t-shirt for their school in Florida and people stop them and talk to them. But like, I can certainly wear some in Cortland in Florida and people always stop and talk to me because there are two. So we have this like different little sort of a lot of pride in our school. And the one thing about Instagram is like, I don't want to be like everyone else. Like I, that's the last thing I want. I want to be better and different. And I, I look at a lot of accounts for D3 schools and even in D1 schools and even pro teams. And like the pro teams are more doing like stuff with the, the athletes and not like just graphics. And I look yes. at a lot of schools that are just doing graphics. And I'm like, people don't want that. They want like an inside view of what the kids are doing and what the experience is and what it's like. Um, so like a behind the scenes view, not just a photo and um what the score was you know what I mean so or a graphic per se so that's kind of what my thing is is just being a little bit different and even like when you made up those swipes for me for the all decade Mm -hmm. team like it's just a lot of schools just posted like a corny graphic where you made like a really cool sharp swipe through just being like an elevated thing you know yeah I agree and I've always liked that and I think yeah and it's like you have to like, so you have the kids helping you, but then you also like, you look at other programs and what alumni like, you know, and stuff. And like, yeah. you see the interaction and stuff. And I think you're right. The alumni want to see, you know, the kids that are working or the parents, they want to see what their kids are doing. You know, like when I was with Columbia, all, I would get messages and emails from parents being like, thanks for taking photos and sharing them of my kid. Like, I don't see him ever. And he barely talks to me. So your photos are like one of my only ways through to him. And it's just so good to see him smiling, you know? So it's like, yeah. yeah. And I think I like love what we did for that. Like, again, mm-hmm. I was, and it was of course, like during one of my most like busy times, I was like, I'm not letting you do something else. Cause I'm going to look at it and I'm going to be like, no, we could have done something better. Like, you know, right. Um, and yeah, I, I think that turned out fantastic. And I'm glad you asked. Cause I think it was something that needed to be like that. Cause I don't know how, like the other ways right. that people shared it or like, you know, the things that you guys have, I'm like, that's good. But like, you have people that are very talented around you. Like you have to take advantage of that. Like use mm-hmm. the people that are there and use their skill sets. Like, and I think that's what you do. And I think that's what you've learned. Like we talked what a week ago or so about like, you know, we wish we could go back five years and like yeah. with what we know now and be able to do it. Like you're learning and you're putting it into what we're doing now. Um, yeah. And I think it's so like, I was talking to my boss this morning and, um, and I was just like, the one thing he's always like harped on me and just tried to get, I, when I was younger, I was very like matter of fact and like, I would guess blunt is a good word. And like, <laughs> just, and I thought, I kind of thought I had to be, cause I was young and I was a female. Like I just kind of wanted to put that front up and um, not be, I guess, like walked all over. And he was always just like, you know, get buy-in like, and, you know, ask people like what they think about things and, and use your resources. And I'm like, I think the one thing I've been working on is being resourceful and building relationships is so important. And I didn't get that five years ago, but now I really get it. And just keeping good people around you and 
helping people out and, you know, being kind to other people. You never know down the road who can help you out and who can like buy into what you're doing. So that's the one thing I've definitely learned and I will hopefully continue to do is just get people to work with me and want to be a part of what we do. And I think that will in return help you like years down the road. Like you never Mm -hmm. know then when that could like turn over, like, look now I'm five years out, four years out of Cortland and I'm more involved now than I was when I was there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm more talented. I mean, I have 10 years of taking photos and doing design on my, you know, on me now and working with a very high division one program that like taught me everything. And like you said, with the connections and the being nice and like helping people, that's what all, like I give Notre Dame so much credit because all they did was help me. Like they just Mm -hmm. wanted me to get better at what I did, what I loved. They're like, what do you want to do? Let's do that. Like they made the internship for me. Like the photography internship was literally made for me. There was nothing that existed like that before me. I don't even like, I just, they were like, yeah, we'll make an internship. What do you want to do? And I said, I'll take photos. Like fine. Because they also know how beneficial having another photographer is. So they're like, yeah, we'll take you in, you know? Um, And all they did was just like, okay, do this so we can try and get you to do this, you know? And it was just all so like helpful. And even still now, like if they need a photographer, they know I'm there for them. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, and I still get that connection, which is just like, it's Notre Dame. You have Notre Dame on your name. It's like, that just is going to help me, but I help them. Um, Right. So yeah, I think that's great. Um, And speaking of, so you said, I think this is a perfect transition because like one of the topics I want to talk about is being a woman in sport. And you kind of touched on the fact that like, you know, you felt like you had to be blunt in the beginning because you don't want to get walked all over. And like when you're a woman, I mean, we still see it today and we're like, hopefully it'll continue to lessen, but people just don't want to listen. Like they think like you're just a groupie or they think like you're just in it to because the guys are like whatever. And it's like, Ah, far from it actually like literally not at all um just like the games and right you know have a very passion for this um so can you like walk me through like how being a woman in sports has probably shaped even your job or just like growing up even um kind of like how because it's different than being a man <laughs> and I think sometimes <laughs> a man doesn't un- un- even understand the things that we can go we have to go through um uh- yeah, I guess I'll, I'll start at the beginning. Um, and hopefully this all kind of makes sense, but I was a huge sound boy as a kid. Like I literally like thought I was a boy. I'm like, no, I'm definitely a boy. And my brother's like, you're a girl. I'm like, come on. Like, I can't just be a boy. That was me. And I like, am very, so I have an older sister, but then three brothers and then myself, but okay. my sister's quite a bit older. So when I was born, she was like a senior in high school. So it was just me and my brothers at home and, and my dad, and my mom. So, um, just grew up very much a tomboy and sports and like being in gym class. Like that's like, I would have married my gym teacher. Like I'm like, Mr. Payne would have married him. Right. So um, that was like, I just, that's all I really love doing. Like I look forward to it. I look forward to practice. I look forward like games. And, um, and I will say like my parents were awesome about just letting me be who I was. Like they never pushed me into gender roles. They never, my mom probably made me wear some dresses here and there, like for my first communion that I wasn't happy about, but on special occasions. And I will say my, my mom's been a great, great leader for me. She's just someone who, she worked on a male dominated industry as well. So just being a very, didn't graduate from college, but very intelligent and, or didn't go to college and um, just like tough as nails person, but also very kind and intelligent and, you know, collaborative. And then my dad, 
was um, owned his own small business and a super hard, they're both hardworking people, but they're both like really good people in my eyes and yeah. very much in relationships and networking and everything. And my dad could talk to anybody, about anything kind of guy, <laughs> and he's a big sports fan. So he always like, I think it was great because I think I shaped him equally. Um, like I question things and I like, and he's like, yeah, you're right. Or that's wrong. Or this is, you know, and we have those conversations a lot and it was very open conversations and um, about equity and just in general, like, I think I've always grown up with men in my life, my uncles, my dad, um, my older brother, John, who's like, respects what I think. And they mm -hmm. ask my opinion where I think a lot of people like men don't ask women. And it's like, why can't I know about the Buffalo bills? Like, just because I didn't play football and this guy didn't either, but he's a guy. So that always has yes. been something where like, I've always been respected by people. And I, and I met my good friend, Eric, like, he's just the best guy ever. I'm like, Eric, and we text all the time about women's sports and he's always loved, like he was women's national team and all mm -hmm. that stuff, you know, since high school, middle school. So I've surrounded myself with really good men too. And, and good women. So um, anyways, fast forward, I was a phys ed major at Cortland. My brother went to Cortland before me, my middle brother, John played football, was phys ed. And I just kind of followed that track because I just loved gym class. Right. So, me too. Um, <laughs> That's, you know this sounds so much like my story, <laughs> basically yeah. crazy. So you just love gym class. Like I don't want to do that for a living. And, yes. um, I get to wear sweatpants. Amazing. Right. I, I do regret going the non-sweat pant route every day. Um, and uh, so I, I get to wear soft pants, so I can't say that. Yeah, you, you're smart. You took the right diversion. <laughs> um, so yeah, I took, I went to, I went and soon taught and I never loved being phys ed undergrad. I don't know what it was. Um, I love my teachers, but just the curriculum, I wasn't crazy about, I was health and phys ed. I like the health classes more, but, um, and then I went to student teach and very polarizing experiences. And I remember, um, my coach Pam Horp and I, we're really close and she gave me a call and she's like what do you think and I'm like honestly coach like the thought of like getting an office off of a gym that's small and being there for 30 years horrifies me and I don't know if I want that anymore and now I've like got a degree and like what am I gonna do and she was like well I think like athletic administration would be great for you and I I never even thought about it until she said that sentence yeah but like I was like what well, I, I grew up with a male AD at my high school and all male coaches for the most part um, I had one female coach, but so all I knew was men in sport and I never yeah. made that connection that I could go into administration. I just saw like, I had a female gym teacher, but nobody else. So I never even really made that connection, but my Joan Siddeley was AD at Cortland, who was a female. My coach was female, like Julie Lenhart's around, like Cindy Wetmore's yeah, around. So, so many um, great Kathy women. Taylor. In... Yes. Yeah, so you're kind of around like, and I'm like, you know what, like that is, maybe it's what I want to do. So she ended up like long story short. I ended up coming back for grad school, but, um, being a, like an intern with Cornell for a year. And that was kind oh. of like the, the sort of diving board into my career now, but, um, it all happened really fast. Um, it, but I think I ended up exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. But the whole thing with, I guess the question about being a female, sorry, that was a very long story. No, that's but, like, um, I actually wanted the background. So this is so perfect. Cause like that okay. was going to be a question as well. I actually usually start with it, but we jump right in. So like, okay. this was, this was literally, you set it up perfectly. All right. Nailed it. Um, so <laughs> I think, you know, what I tell my female students a lot and our female student athletes, um, I teach a couple classes and I typically will divide up my men and women in the class for one day. And I actually had Steve Axel talk to the men and I talked to the women. And 
I think it's just so important for women to just have confidence in themselves, like just straight up because like, I mean, I know a lot of cocky, arrogant men who think they're great. And even in elementary school, high school, college, like they need to be put down a peg and women need to be put up like three pegs. Yes. So, um, that's, I think the inherent like underlying is just in society. We're just not taught to like speak our minds and taught to be strong and powerful. And I think a lot of times, even as an athlete, they're kind of like, you don't want to be that. Like, I think of like Jess Welsh, like she's like a tough as nails. Like, you know, Jess Welsh field hockey? Yes. Like yes, she just like doesn't care. What she's a stud. About it. She wants to win. Yeah. I just care. She and she's looks very, like she just- no, I think she was very in tune with who she was. Like, yeah. I mean, and as like, like a freshman, I was like, right. yeah. And you don't see that a lot with women. And I'm mm. like, that's like, I'm like, be like Jess Welsh. Like, just like be yourself, be confident, like, and don't care how you look or what people think of you. Just like go play field hockey and destroy people. And so I think, and like, and the lesser analogy, but, um, and I don't know, I, I wouldn't say I'm overly confident, but I think, I think a lot about like how I can help be a role model for others and help. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about like the, the women in my class and the w- women, female athletes who might be like, well, I can do that one day too. And the biggest thing since like day one for me is my brother in Syracuse has four kids. And, um, the first one was born when I was 16 and she's my goddaughter and my niece, Sophia. And I've always wanted whether Sophia, Jack, Will, and Kate, doesn't matter which, you know, gender they are like for them to look at me and know that women can do anything. Mm-hmm. Cause my nephew, Jack calls me about the bills and like, he loves like that. I'm into sports. And Sophia, like, it's just all those kind of connections you make for the next generation behind you. So I, it, it's like it making it normal. Yeah. It makes like it's it not normal. Even, right. That's exactly like, you're just normalizing it. And it's not like, oh my God, I can't believe she works in college athletics. Like you don't even think twice about it. It should be normal. Right. And I, I always talk to like the women. I'm like, do you recognize that you're so much smarter than men are and so much more organized and so much more reliable? Like I would like, it's just incredible that like, there's not more women doing leadership roles because it's just such an obvious thing to me. Like with a lot of our, like people that I've met in life and different administrators and coaches, I'm like, man, like that person's so buttoned up and like just does everything right. And it's it like the women do that like nine times out of 10 to that kind of person. So, and I think like women have to, it's just, I was just having a conversation with a parent yesterday when I walk with, and like, we're talking about black women and black people mm-hmm. in general, like they have to act a certain way to be seen even just the same that white men are, even if those white men aren't that way, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like they have to be like on their best behavior, quote unquote, all the time. And like women have to do that too. Like they have to, you know, you can't be seen as like a bitch by being bossy, quote unquote, again, like, you know, and it's like, no, we're just being like, we're just saying things that we feel like, why can't we say these things? But a man can say the same exact thing. And like, it doesn't, you don't bat an eye. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. And I think the whole confidence thing you were talking about earlier, sometimes it's just like fake it till you make it. Like you just have to pretend you know what you're doing. Like sometimes no I'm doubt. like too honest about what I don't know. And I need to just pretend that I know more <laughs> things. Like that's yeah. just a fault with my own. Like I'm just too honest to a fault with a lot of things. Um, but like, I'm learning a lot. I'm in my third year, I guess, of this business, you know, officially kind of, which is kind of bizarre second to third year. And I mean, I haven't even touched the surface of like what I'm learning, you know, like there's so much I still need to learn, but like, I'm doing it. 
And I don't, and sometimes I have to remember not everyone does this. And also I'm a female doing it like in a very male dominated industry, you know, Mm -hmm. photography, sports, both of them are so dominated by, you know, men. Um, Yeah. So like, I think it's just, again, it's just normalizing it. Like just showing that like, this is, this could be done by anybody. Like it doesn't matter who you are. Yep. And it's, and I think, you know, we're in like this really great era for, for young women and any age women, honestly, like I'm reading, um, Glennon Doyle's book untamed right now. I'm like, this is great. Like, it's a, like, it's just like this, these books are out there. And like, I just watched Mulan. I'm like, the new Mulan's awesome. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just like a girl power. We have like Katniss Everdeen and we've got like women who always like don't need men. Like they're strong on their own in movies, in books, in TV shows. And even like the queen's gambit, another, like that's Mm -hmm. gone viral, but like, that's just like a female making it. So there's a lot of examples now like when like when I grew up there weren't examples like there really weren't and I'm not that old but it's changed Mm -hmm. a ton I'm really excited about that um there's just more diversity and stuff now because I think it's if you can see it you can be it I'm a big believer in that so I'm glad we're seeing more people of all different like all different diverse in any way shape or form in the media that's important think about Kamala Harris when she got, you know, with like all the videos and pictures of like little girls seeing her on the TV, like after being elected, you know, like with Joe Biden. And it's like, now people see that and they're like, I can do that. Like before that was never a possibility. People just, and you would just be thought of as crazy if you thought that like, of you know, of a person of color or a woman is going to be in office. Yeah. Right. Like you're joking. And now it's a reality. And it's like, this is something that now women can, you know, can think of as a kid and be like, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be president one day. I'm going to be like her. I'm, you know, and it's just, you're seeing it more coaches. There's coaches in the NFL and the NBA that are women. And it's like, they're successful. And the craziest thing that annoys me about like um, all the slack that women get on social media with sports, it's coming from like average Joe people that can't do anything. It's not coming from like the professional athletes that work with these people. Those people right. know sport. They know that women are just as good and if not better and more knowledgeable, because sometimes they have to be more knowledgeable to even get in, you know, because yeah. like men are just expected to know things. It's like when, when you say, oh, I'm a fan of this team. And they ask you, well, who was this position at, at, at this year? I'm like, you don't even know the answer to that question. You're just doing yeah. that to like put me down. Does it right. make my, like, I'm still a fan. I'm still knowledgeable. I still love this game, love the sports. Um, yeah. yeah, I had a guy but, ask me recently. He's like, well, you're, you're a Bills fan. I'm like, yeah, and I'm, I'm a very big Bills fan. And he's yes. like, well, can you name the whole 53-man roster? I was like, no, and nor would I want to. Like, I can name the starters, but I don't know the people that are on the practice squad. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just, and that's irrelevant. And like, like why? So, like, why do you need to do, like, right. what's the point? What yep. does that I'm prove like, You have too to much him. time on your hands. Yeah, so. Oh, my gosh people I know but, I know I know <laughs> it's so it's 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 annoying but there's like it's I mean I, I didn't even think about it Cortland does have a lot of women in there yeah. I mean a lot of women obviously they're coaching women's sports but that's good because there's a lot of schools that don't even have that like they have men coaching the women's sports yeah like I mean I think that very article fortunate. like two years ago came out that Syracuse I believe this is two or three years ago only had I think two maybe three female coaches <gasps> like and but like Cortland I'm like I'm like, our female coaches are awesome. Like amazing. Like, and I'm just so excited to like go to work and our corridor is like, it's myself, Courtney, um, mm-hmm. Aaron, our new volleyball coach and Molly, our softball coach. Like the four yep. of us are like, I mean, Molly's 
like you're younger than me, Aaron's my age and Courtney's a little bit older than I am, but it's like this like young female kind of cohort at the end of the hallway. Yes. And we're like, JC's been an awesome addition. Like there's been a ton oh, of coaches. Great. Like Heidi's like the oldest, older one now, but, but she's, she's still great. Like, but she's, she's great. fantastic. Yeah, so. I like with her, I worked with her more than, I mean, not more than, but just as much as my basketball and stuff. And like, you know, I was surrounded by Julie Lenhart who just left, like he just retired, like, and, yep. um, why can't I think of the coach's name? Cindy basketball? No, oh, um, Jeanette. Mosier. Like, yep. I mean, you know, I, and I had Sydney Whitmore and Kathy Taylor, you know, like they all left during my time there. Um, yeah. but yeah, like I'm, I don't even realize how lucky I am. Like right. they're great people Yeah, that are well, well-respected by everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And we've got like a, we go to Heidi kind of, um, was the one who thought of the idea and Courtney, the two of them, but we do like lunch or you have coffee like once a month together it's just the women's coaches and Courtney and I and it's great like it's just oh, a nice great. little group and it's like very positive vibes but also very supportive and it's and like the, the men's coaches don't do that but we do so I like that like it's nothing against them it's just they're just not that kind of group but we have that like we have that support for each other which I really I think is great and, and that's why I think, I think again like women yeah. need to like you just gotta like support, support each, each other. other and stick up for each other and like help each other network and that's so important too because um the guys have bigger networks and they they kind of have more connections just how i think got, again, they have an men advantage they have yeah, an advantage up, automatically like, they grow up like on the golf course or they grow up hunting or they grow up like hanging out grabbing a beer like you know it's just a different thing where women just don't have that um the one thing I tell people, if you want to like make it in the world, it's like, you gotta be able to like drink uh, some beers and like golf, right? It's like where like <laughs> deals are made, like conversations are had. So I have the beer part done, the golf part, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's great. No, and it's true. And I think with women, it's like sad, but I think when we were growing up, it's like, you were taught to be competitive with them. Like you had to be better than them or like, you know, with women, it was like, there was a competitiveness yeah. that wasn't healthy. It's not like men when they're competitive with each other and then they like love each other. Still day. Yeah. Like it's just done women. It's like, we're much more emotional and in a different way, like, but I've men are emotional too. And it just isn't not talked about. Um, we're mm-hmm. just seen as more emotional. So then we have to right. hold it down. There's that's a whole conversation that could be had. Um, uh, well that I just, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate when, I hate when men can like throw a tantrum in the game or something and it's totally fine. But then a woman does the same exact thing. And then, oh, I could go on headlines. about that for a, for a month. That's what like, I mean. I, I'm oh. like, I tell people all the time, like I, you'll find me at a softball game, like at a women's lacrosse game, like whatever it is, women's basketball, I would rather spend my days there than any men's game it's not it's not a, like I love our men's teams but no just the culture is so much better it's such healthier it's like and it's not like it's in like a everybody's happy win way it's just like no. a very respectful mature and like yeah if you like someone you get thrown out at first and you had a great hard hit to shortstop like you don't throw a tantrum about it you just run through the bag and go back to the dugout and it's like I want people to watch that like again I want more exposure to women's sports because they're way better role models when it comes to behavior like hands down and everyone can argue there's no arguments in my mind so that exposure thing's big because I think women just do things better in sport and they're just I don't know they're just better in a lot of ways with behavior and I agree and like my dad always loves I mean of course my dad grew up with me playing sports, like, cause he got me and my brother didn't really play and he's five years older than me. So like, we wouldn't have overlapped playing anything. So like 
he played some things, but I was the athlete like that really just loved sports. And he loves watching women's sports. Like he'll watch yeah. a women's basketball game over a men any other any day of the week. Not, I mean, especially the big ones and stuff like that, because they actually play the game. Like they actually yep. play the game. It's an actual game of basketball with fundamentals. And it's like very entertaining. He'll watch the, the women's soccer team, the U.S. women's national team, watch them any day of the week over the men, over any men's soccer ever. Like that's yep. just, it's just more enjoyable. They actually play the game. I mean, it's in women's soccer, more true. they don't. They don't flop as much. like, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like they're falling down every time they get touched. They're so much tougher, you know, but, yeah. and also I like realize now thinking back to Cortland, I obviously I worked with softball and basketball and soccer, and those were all women's sports. I actually started with men's soccer, which is really funny to me. And now, but ended up with more women's, but I worked with mainly the women's sports. You know, I took yeah. photos for women's lacrosse softball was obviously my team women's basketball was my team the only few ones field hockey i was big into field hockey and then you know mm -hmm. the only really one that i didn't was like ice hockey that was like the only sport that i was more with the men than i was with right the women. i just never got into it i didn't really know anyone on the team um but i love the men's coach for field for for ice, ice hockey you know so he was always very supportive of me um but same with you with the support, like I, I'm surrounded by, ve we're very lucky to be surrounded by people that just make it like, they don't make a big deal that we are a woman in the room. Like, you yeah. know, it's just like, yeah, what do you think? You know, like, oh yeah, we love your photo. Like for me, it's like, you're a great photographer. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're, you're a great Not photographer. We want you here, you know? Um, and it's just very fortunate. Cause like, there's a lot of people that like, they don't get that and they get more comments and, you know, things thrown at them just because they are a woman. Um, yeah. But yeah. The women's and, sports at Cortland are great. Yeah, they are. They are. And the one thing I'll say about that too, is I like urge my students too. And I, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't shy away from like tough conversations or um, conflict or calling someone out for lack of better term. I'm fine with that. So like, oh, I always not. tell people like, if someone makes you uncomfortable when it comes to, like your gender or how you look or whatever it is, like your sexual orientation, like make mm -hmm. them uncomfortable back like call them out on it. That's how you, how you start change. Like, and if you, if your friend says something when you guys are out at the bar or walking through campus and it's like, or say for instance, a racial slur, like, and you not, you don't even have to laugh. You just keep walking. Don't call them on it. That means you're okay with that behavior and you're condoning what they do. And the next time they might say it louder and they might say it more often or make a different joke because they think you're okay with it. So the big thing I like urge people to do that I meet is just like call a spade a spade. Like I called a kid out of the tennis court two weeks ago. I was playing tennis with Megan Cross and this kid was like dropping F-bombs like four courts down. I went over and I like said like, what are you doing? Like, did you just say what I thought you said? And he's like, well, yeah. I said, well, you're in a public place on a college campus and there's people around that probably don't want to hear that language that are young and old. And I'd appreciate if you didn't do it anymore. And he was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't think about it. I'm like, well, now you will hopefully. I looked at his friend and I said, and maybe next time your friend can let you know you're being a jerk when you are. And I walked away, but it's just like, it's just gotta be done. And I'm, if I have to be the person to do it, I'm fine with it. But <laughs> that's just, again, like when things are said, you just making them uncomfortable back, whatever you have to do. And it's not always the funnest thing, but sometimes you like walk away and you're like, that was, that was pretty awesome of me. Yeah. And it's usually men that you have to say, cause they yeah. don't get told, you know, <laughs> they don't get told yeah. what's right or what's they're always, yeah. uh, Oh, boys will be boys or, ah, oh, whatever. It's like, no, like they're humans that can just be good human beings. You know, mm -hmm. why can't we just respect one another? And, you know, I, I say know. my ratio is like probably, yeah, I would say two thirds men, one third women on campus, maybe. Yeah. But there's some women, but definitely the men outnumber them and 
people I have had to talk about their behavior, call out. So. Yeah. 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 There's, I mean, there's always going to be some women and there's, I mean, anybody ha- can say something on any given day that you just never know, you know, what yeah. they might say or think or, um, you know, anything like that, but all right. Well, how about, we'll kind of can get into like the photos soon, but also what I really, cause so you gave our back the backstory and stuff, but also what I want to talk about is if you have any favorite memories, whether it's playing or as in your job, like being at Cortland, um, are yeah, there any that like kind of <laughs> stick out? Um, and even if it's like, and what I like about this podcast is I try to get like, you know, we're talking as in a way that we wouldn't just talk on it. Well, we might like talk about this stuff on a normal day because like we've gotten closer, but it's more so like getting behind the athlete, behind the person um, mm-hmm. and discussing like being a woman in sport and what that means to you and stuff like that. So it could also be a memory that might not even be a game. And it could be a memory like just with an athlete or it could be a memory like with your teammates. Um, but if you have a cup, one or two uh, of either or, Um, I know there's a lot of fun memories, you know, especially recently with Portland and, you know, stuff, but yeah. um, Any that come to mind? Okay. Yeah. I'll throw out three. Um, So the first one, but for my playing days, um, we just had a really, really good group um, leading junior into senior year. Like I just knew that we were good, but I thought like, I'm like, we're talking the talk, but we're walking the walk and like, yeah. we're going to be great. And I just yeah. felt it. And like, we all were all in, which was such a cool experience to go through. And I remember, um, my senior year, we were, we were very good. We were, uh, we ended up being 42 and two that year. And I remember we headed to regionals, um, and we had lost in the regional semis the year before my junior year. And we were headed to regional finals year. So we're one game further and, um, we're playing, uh, Middlebury. Yeah. And, uh, we're, and I watched them our first game, we beat the team pretty quickly. So we're in the bleachers watching, you know, their first round game. And I'm like, wow, like Middlebury's really good. Like we're going to have a hard time beating them if we get to play them. Yeah. And if we meet, it's going to be in the finals. They were the two seed, we're the one seed and we, we go and we play them and we, you know, we, we beat Clarkson. Then we go to play Middlebury and we beat them in four. And I remember like, we went in the, like, and, you know, we get the trophy and we're headed off to St. Louis for the um, lead eight. And it was just a great, great afternoon. It was like one of the best days of my life probably. And cause we had achieved that goal we wanted to. Yeah. And I remember like going to the locker room and thinking like, wow, like that team I thought was really, really good. We just beat. So like, we must be really, really good. <laughs> and I didn't think about that until that moment. Like until mm-hmm. it was basically that was the last win we ever had. We lost the next game, but I was like, I didn't ever think we were that good, you know? And yeah. so like, until that moment of my last college victory, I realized how good we were. So that was a neat thing for me to think about. Isn't that interesting? Um, like you just like, you're like, oh yeah, you also, you always, cause you don't see yourselves. You just aren't within yourself. So you don't see like actually how good you are or what you look like playing until you're watching video or whatever, but you're yeah. always watching the opponent and you're always like, oh, but they're so good. Like how can we right. beat someone like that? That's crazy. And we kind of mopped the floor of them. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, it four. I mean, that's a right. nice, it was, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they won the first that we lost. We won the next three. So, um, but yeah, so that was my college one. Um, I have two from uh, from my career. Uh, probably I'll go with the next one. So, 2015 we won the national championship for women's across. And I and- couldn't be there, and I'm still pissed about it to this day because <laughs> of Racket Lake. I'm still so mad about oh my. it. That's, my dad that's went. Heartbreaking. Oh, did he? My dad nice. went, took photos. Yes, so, it was. He got me a hat and the shirt. 
there you go. You got the gear at least. It was the the best weekend of my life. Is if that's sad to the listeners, so be it. But it was no. Just are like, you kidding? It was Courtney. Courtney, Tom, and I were there, and like they're obviously like my coworkers, but they're very good friends. My dancer Dan was there, and we just had yes. like we won. We won this. So it was uh, Cortland Trinity. Uh, William, no. Was was uh, Amher? Who was it? God, no. I'm, I'm, no, it's the same teams. Like it's like always the same. It's always the same teams. teams yeah. So Cortland Trinity, look it up maybe because I can't remember the William. No, I want to say that's why I said William. I thought it was Middlebury. Like- I think I'm just tricking myself because oh, because of Middlebury. <laughs> yeah, I think we beat Middlebury in the finals. Yeah, or semis, and I forget the fourth team. Sorry to the fourth team, but so we're it's one state school and three private schools, and you know the semifinals happen, and the people that were NCAA like kind of let us walk around the stadium. We're playing at um the Philadelphia the MLS Philly. stadium. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice and, stadium. I went the following year when we lost okay, in the we final lost, four. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, pissed. <laughs> super nice stadium. We're like the the woman there's like yeah like actually you know, say it's Trinity parents, they're renting out the clubhouse for the game, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then we're kind of like, oh, okay. And like, it was very much like, it was the three private Franklin and Marshall. And Franklin and Marshall. Thank you. Franklin and Marshall, Middlebury, Court and, and Trinity. And we yeah, played okay. Trinity for the finals. We had we to play Middlebury. Middlebury. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. I had okay. to look it up and like, no, you're good. It. I appreciate it. Franklin and Marshall. That was the team. That's the team that. that's like yeah. always there. Yes. So okay. I'm like, so, but they're very, you know, astute NESCAC and fancy schmancy schools. Yes, and yes. you can, you could walk around and be like, like, even if you took off the logo. Oh yeah. You would know who's the parents for who. Yeah. <laughs> and so we like go and it's, it's very like, they're in like penny loafers and polos and sweaters and they have a fancy clubhouse. And like, I go out and I, after the semi, I go out to the parking lot and like, our parents are like drinking Corona's in Bud Light and they're in just like t-shirts and I'm like this is like so Portland like I and love they just it pop-up tents and and I was like man like I just love that like because when I went to the Elite Eight going back to the story like we were the only state school there it was it was seven private schools on us and you just felt it like they just kind of looked down on us and like yeah. I love that like I, part of the reason I love the Ithaca Portland rivalry is like I feel that like I feel like the private versus public and then looking down it's probably only between my ears but it's like that, like you're a state school blue collar person, underdog that wants to just beat them up. So, mm-hmm. and they're um, very, we're a really good state school. Like, you yeah, know, we're one of the best cool, ever. And it's just a cool kind of like thing of like the Dave and Goliath to financially, I guess. But so also, I love go, the women's lacrosse parents. They're my favorite, yeah, like they're that group, especially that group. I knew mm-hmm. that group because that was my senior, you know, no, that was my junior year. So, uh, yeah, cause it was going into my senior year, I guess. Yeah. And so like that group I've known since I was fresh, since I was a freshman sort of, but like that year I shot them all the time. Like I, that's why I was so excited. And I was like, why did I have to go to Racket Lake? Like, right. so, and the Can parents were the, mo- yeah. Like the parents are the most supportive parents to me. Like they still like, you know, are on social media with me. So like I could picture them outside in the tents and all that, like so well they're and yes. they're such genuinely good people. They just like, they'll allow anyone to come celebrate with them. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Then, yeah, it was just a great vibe. And the, you know, we go like after the semifinals, like we we're out in Philly, just like have like just be popping around. Like it's just such positive energy, and everyone there is lacrosse because they had the yeah the men's lacrosse championship in the Eagles Stadium. So like everyone's like, oh, Cortland, this because actually have a prestigious program, historical on both sides, men's and women's. Mm-hmm. So it's just a very cool atmosphere. And then the next day we go and we beat Trinity in the finals. And we we 
crushed them. Oh, and yeah, it was just right? like, was... you knew the game was done before halftime. And it was just such an awesome, like. 17 to, no, what was this? 17 6? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or, I don't know. But yeah, either way. I think it was 17 6. Yeah, 17 yeah, 6. Was... 17 6. That's and crazy. it was just so much fun. And like, again, going back out to the parking lot and like, it's just pandemonium and it's just such, and obviously we had you know, lost three straight final fours or four straight final fours. Just like this relief and like excitement. So that whole weekend was just such a fun time. And it was like the little guys beat the rich guys. And I like mm-hmm. love that. And that team was just so good. And the right. athletes on that team were unbelievable. Like we had so many studs on that team, like thoroughbred, like they would go on the field in three strides. Like they were just, it was just Well, so that's why like when we talked about the all decade team for lacrosse, like we had so many and like, and they were a lot from that, from my time there, but there yeah. were also a few that weren't. And I was just like, how are these people not on it? Like, how yeah. is this person not <laughs> on it? How is this person not on it? Like Kristen Oberg, duh, Kit, Tara, Emma, like all those people makes complete yeah. sense. Like I was like, like Nicole Bello. I'm like, Nicole Bello was great. Like I was like, she yeah, it was fantastic. Obviously Jackie was on it, you know, goalie. She was so good, you know, but yeah. there's just a few that I'm like, they were really good. How were they not selected? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a special, special group. And I think I spoiled by them that like, I didn't even realize how good they, they, you know, you Couldn't just kind of like, you just, like every game you knew they were going to win. You, oh yeah. yeah. They were going to just demolish them. Like it was just, it was a given. It's like being a Kansas city Chiefs fan the past two years. Like I got Patrick Mahomes. I'm good. That's the same like thing. Like I got this, this girl's niece, like Emma H. doesn't lose a face off, you know, or you draw just know. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if yeah. she doesn't get it, Tara will get it. Cause like that, yeah. those two were, they were going to get the face off every time, you yeah. know? And when, especially against those big teams, when you get the face off, you're going to win the game. Like that's yeah. just, you get the ball blank. every time it's yeah. And take care of it. So that's my second one. My third one was just, I mean, the way Cortica 2000, well, 14, was it 14 or 15? The crazy ending to Cortica. It was home and we're home on even year. So the Cortica 2014. Yeah. I can't remember. 2014 Cortica, like the crazy muff snap rolling out. Oh yes. Pass. I was at a basketball game. <laughs> that we was were like away. That, that moment in sport. Like I will never forget. Like that was the craziest. It was on ESPN, ever. And right? Yeah. And I'm on the sideline and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm, whoever's listening, I'm like, hey, like, where's the holder? They're not out there. And like, I see someone's head go through the crowd, like this, the sideline and get out there and the clock's ticking down and, and the must snap. And they it just, oh. you don't know the play, look it up. But um, uh, I know, they, yeah, look it up. It was unbelievable. And, and I remember someone, like everyone, the, the place erupts and everyone's going nuts. And we were not good that year. And if it goes really good, like that was, I didn't think we'd win that game. And to come back and win like that. And Dylan Peebles had a kickoff return to start the hat, the second half that mm-hmm. took to the house. And so I, someone picked me up. Um, it was a man. I don't know who or a, a young man and like <laughs> grabbed me and like dropped me. And I was like, Whoa! like I don't know who this is to say, but it, it was crazy. And it was just like, that was for a moment of sport. Like, I don't know if I could ever beat that as far as just the crazy finish with a crazy crowd. And like, you know, it's the biggest game of the year. So yeah, yeah. that's my third one. Wow. Yeah. We were in a tournament somewhere. I remember. Cause then we like all looked it up. We're like, Oh my God, they won. Yes. <laughs> For ba- we were with like basketball. Cause it was the start of the season. Cause like that's when the overlap starts with the winter and right. the fall season. Yeah. They just started um, off that weekend. Literally it just started. So, Oh, those are great. Yeah. I'm still like, I'm going to be mad about me not going to the national championship game for the rest of my life. Cause that was yeah. my team. Those are my girls. Like I wanted to be there so bad. I went the next year they lose. They didn't play well. Like, Oh, it was just, 
oh man. And I remember it was so exciting, like being at Racket Lake and hearing they won, like, cause you get the sports news every morning. And <laughs> it's like, yeah. and Cortland, well, I was like, yay, but also damn it. <laughs> I wanted yes. to be there. Um, and then baseball won the next day, which is so crazy. I know that was two insane. Two days. That was crazy. Yeah. What a year. That, Whenever I talk that, about Cortland, I'm just like, if you want to play a spring sport and you're very good and you don't want to go to a D1 school, you got to look at Cortland because their spring sports are the best ever. I mean, they, yeah. we literally consistently host SUNYACs like all around, even when we mm-hmm. don't like the one year that women didn't for lacrosse, they had to go to Brockport. They still won. Yeah. I was there like, you know, um, and I, uh, you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell my, one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Cause no, I just, sorry. I just was, no, no, no. You don't have to ask. Very I, it's rude my of podcast. Me. I apologize. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's my podcast. I'm asking you. The reason okay. I want to bring it up is because I think because it was a decision I made, like no one asked me to be there, but thank God I came was Suniac softball for softball yeah. for oh, coach yeah. Lenhart's last. Suniac that was another ever. great moment. Yes. That's, and that's why I, five. and that's why I was asking, that's why I wanted to kind of bring it up because I knew it. I know it's something that like is exciting for you. Cause the game was exciting. The whole weekend yeah. was exciting. Like it's always good. Softball. Winner take all game. Yeah. Oh my God. Against Geneseo, who is like, I hate them with every single sport that we play. Cause they always yeah. beat us in field hockey and they all like, I just can't stand them. Like, mm-hmm. it's just always going to be that way. They beat us in basketball. Well, that, hmm, that, that, that year, um, we got them now though. So we're good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fine. But- I was so glad, but that game, like, first of all, I don't even remember the game because first of all, I've taken, I think we won two zero. I think so too. And it was, we but it got scary early. at the end. It yeah. We had runners on, I think we had runners yeah. on, they had runners on a couple times and we held them. And, and- Sam Van Norn. Yeah. Yes. And you know what, this might be a perfect segue into the photos. Cause one of the photos you showed that you sent yeah. me was, was the celebration, but that game, like I love Lenhart. Like she's one of my favorite people. Like, just like, she will always be one of my favorite people. Like I should have her on the podcast and talk to you her should. about these things because <laughs> she's just so supportive. Like ever yeah. since I was First of all, she thought I was like with athletic training when she first met me. She didn't know who I was with like handing out these posters. She's like, I didn't know. So I became her manager and then like took photos and got to go to the national championship my freshman year. Like it was an insane team that they had. Like they just yep. rallied and, but yeah, Cheech was, yeah, that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cheech and uh, Cassie and all of them. Like that was a great senior group that they had that just like, was like, we're not, not going. They had a yeah. 10 inning win or something over Oneonta and then a seven inning win, not a nine inning win. Like the next day it was, or like 13 innings. I, I'm wrong. 13 innings. And then a nine inning win to back to back to win Suniacs, which right. in the middle of the season, they weren't even expected to they go weren't into Suniacs. Yeah. They were that And bad. they go to national. Yeah. They, the, the run they made, I'm like, it's like the New York they Giants had, 2008. Like it's just this like massive run out of nowhere. And yeah, they got hot. They just the had right fun. They just had yeah. fun playing softball. Like they, like I was a part of it. Like I was there every day, you know, at the games and they just genuinely had fun. The one game they lost in regionals and thank God it's double elimination they just didn't play. Like they were just like, so it's almost like they expected to win at that point. And they kind of needed that loss. And then once they lost, they're like, guys, we just got to go to ha- back to like being us and having fun yeah. and just playing. Like, what are we doing? And it was the coolest experience, but ever since 
me being on the team, like Lenhart has always been so supportive. And like, I'll go back when she was still there, I'd go back and visit. She's like, okay, so what are you doing now? How can I help you? Like, what can I do? Is there anyone I can reach out to? Like, I know, you know, and she just like, she wants my, she loves what I do. And she yeah. like, loves that. It's like, I'm doing my own business. She loves my photos. Like her photo for the hall of fame is a photo I took at Suniac's my freshman year. It's the coolest photo ever. She's clapping. She looks like the coolest person ever. Yes. With her glass, and the red polo. On. Yeah, the yeah. red polo, the girls mm-hmm. are celebrating behind her. It's like, a great photo. And like she gave, she would always give me access. Like she would allow me to be in the dugout and like I would help out, you know, do whatever. Um, she's just one of those people that's just like a good person. Like and, very like, genuine. Yeah. And just like, I mean, I think of like, I would stop by her office like once a week, sit on her couch before I left work and talk for an hour, you know, just yeah. like life stuff and laugh and have fun and just like, just a, a great person to be around. Great role great model. Person. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. like, that's why when I, I'll like never forget that weekend. I remember I was like, you know, looking at the games and stuff. And I had a big game myself with my high school teams. And I was like, okay, I think if they win, they'll play on like Sunday or whatever. I'm like, if they win, I'm going to go. Like I'm 100% driving down at six in the morning, whatever it was. Cause I think you guys had, they played at like 9 a.m. Yeah, nine, it's, yeah, it's always like, I was like, yeah, like nine, 11, three and five. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, okay, I think they play at nine. Like, okay, I'll go. And you know, me and my crazy self got up at like five 30 in the morning and drove down and took photos and thank God. Cause no one else was there. Yeah. I know Which, it was know, like, we could talk yeah, about later, but yeah. like, I was like, you know, and, and, and I, again, like now I would reach out to you, like in hindsight, but it's like, yeah, like those, like and I'm glad you showed up. Like, I don't know. I think you might've texted me saying you were coming up. I'm like, oh my God, like whatever. I was like, thank you. Like that's please come up. So, and the pictures you caught like, or captured, it's like, and that, like, that could have been Julie Lenhardt's last game. I feel like everyone in the whole like complex knew that. So it's like, we yes. gotta like, this isn't the way Julie Lenhardt's going out. Like after 20 plus years, like she's going to NCAAs and we're trying to make a run. So I feel like it was in the photos you got are incredible. Like they're just awesome. Yeah, and so. that, well, like I know that team, I know that field. So like, you know, and I could have, and I actually just listened, I did a podcast taping like two or three weeks ago and I was just listening to it today to release it tomorrow. And okay. I talked about this, like I, when it's a close game, I'm stressed out. I'm just like, okay, where do I go? Where do I do what I need to get this photo? Like, are they going to, I know they're going to run out, but like where, and I just don't know. It's a great be. point. And I'm, it's, it's every game. Like, I mean, if it's close, especially I'm just like, okay, well, if it's a, if, if we're batting and we walk off, they're going to run to the thing. So I need to be here. Okay. But if we're on the field, they're going to run, you know, and I just yeah. stayed where I was. Cause I didn't know, like, you know, and I went, I ended up being behind home plate for that photo and yeah. they ran out and it was perfection. Um, like that photo that you sent me with the girl, like, and you could have chosen anyone in that the whole, there's a whole suit. Se- yeah. Like I'm like, all oh, these are sequence, sequence photos yeah. of like running. And that's what I love. Like, I love the sequence, but like with her screaming in the background, I don't know if you can see, oh my, you yeah. know, yeah. Yes. Like, and then that, and it's like, and, know, yeah. yeah. And like sky has been there for so many years and she's hugging Sam and like they're close friends, like all of that. Like, and I think that's what makes it special with us, especially with me sometimes. Cause I know the athletes usually, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not just like a photographer, like not that I'm friends with them, but like, I know them and like, you know, I interact with them. So like, I know who, who's friends with who I know, like, so I capture all of that, not just yeah. like, okay, you know, here's them batting. Here's them. You know, like, I don't even really want that. If I could go a whole game without even taking photos of them batting, I would be completely fine. Like, yeah. And I've always know. said to you, like, I think like we've talked about your your ability to photograph and I I think it's just 
and I think I think about like when a game's close for me, like I'm like pacing and like coordinating, or freaking out. And like, if I had to actually like, and sometimes I have to like, then I, if it's a basketball game, I have to like, or football, I have to make sure I'm like ready in case something happens like crowd wise. But like, yes, for the most part, I can just like sort of go in a little bit insane for a minute. And like, but you have to like be on your A game when everyone else is freaking out. Like I wouldn't be able to hold a camera straight. So I'd like give you a ton of credit A for that and B for the fact that you're you have such a knack I think it's to me yes it is learned but it's also a natural thing that you have is like figuring out where to be for that photo because that's half Mm -hmm. the battle and like yeah some of it's luck but a lot of it's skill and you have that skill to like figure out I mean the shot you um with um Agumawake at Notre Dame like yeah the, I mean and the, that's like, luck because I, I actually I can only be in one spot so like yeah, I literally but, had to and that's actually a photo that like if I could go back I would because I would get a better one because my quality yeah. of it isn't the best like my settings weren't the best and that's always one I think of that I'm like but I only can go in one spot because it's a national championship game and you're literally placed yeah. in your one spot right right so but like, like you were ready for it and you got it so I'm just like you have a natural knack like a knack for that and I think it's something that's invaluable because the photos you get have so much depth to them. It's not someone up to bat. It's like getting that emotion. And like the pictures you take, like will give me goosebumps. I'm like, wow, that's such, such a great. And I wish like, like looking back, like I wish I had you photographing <laughs> me and my teammates. We've got a couple of good ones, but I mean, it just would be great. And I think it's so valuable for these, our student athletes to have these forever. Like that memory now, like Sam and Skylar and Finno, they all have it in a photo. Like, so they'll never really forget how that felt. All the athletes that I was there for four, five years, all have it for four to five years. Spoiled. (laughs) They were, they didn't, they don't even realize like, no, I just, yeah. Again, that can also be something we can talk about (laughs) off the, off the podcast. But like, um, I think also I know the sports and I know these teams, like I said, with me knowing the kids, I kind of do know like what they're going to do so like I know mm-hmm. when they're walking up to bat what they might do I know what the how they're going to celebrate you know certain kids do certain things but I also know the sport so I know how things are going to turn out like I know where celebrations will happen usually um yeah um and like certain sports you're just getting lucky hockey you are lucky because you can only go in two spots if you have the holes like you know I have a photo you're not for Notre on Dame. ice yeah no you're not there there's glass so like I have a photo for Notre Dame that it was a game winning shot in the semifinals for the big 10. He came right to my photo hole. So I'm the only one that has that photo. That is luck, but also you have to be ready. Like, and I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like I, and it's, it's still a background on my phone, on my computer. And it's a, it's one of the best photos I've ever taken, like quality wise, everything, because I learned, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, hockey's always one of my favorite sports anyway. But, but I yeah. think to that point, like you're saying like you were lucky, but when you get to know these teams and these athletes and these coaches, like they probably will look to go towards you then. Like, yeah. I mean, that's luck. Like, Cause which like, is nice. Yes. Because like, Oh, like where's Aaron at? Cause if, but if you had a rapport with them, you got some random person walking. Exactly. Into the venue, they're going to want to come towards you and you get that great shot then. And I get that with my high school kids. This is why I want to do what I do forever because people are always like, Oh, you'll shoot for sports illustrated. I'm like, I, that's not a goal of mine. Like, I like mm-hmm. that you guys think that. And it's a very big compliment, but like, first of all, I don't think you understand how many photographers are out there that want to do the same thing. <laughs> I'm not that yeah. photographer. I love my job because I build a rapport. So like I get photos of kids, you know, smiling at me, pointing at me, you know, like, it's just like, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm, and of course I don't have any photos around me. Now they're all in the other room. Um, <laughs> But like, 
Uh, I see them on your Instagram a lot, like all just, the time. But like mm-hmm. even this photo, like I have the access to get a photo like this at a high school. This is high school football, and it's one of the biggest rivals. It's like a it's like a Cortica for them. It's called the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Rye versus Harrison. It's which is a big rivalry for you know Lower Westchester. And like I get the access, but like this is for high school, like you know, and it's just like they get photos that no one, some colleges don't even get, like the, you know, the quality. And um, but yeah, it's just like because I'm at, I go to practices sometimes for football. Like I got those fog photos a couple weeks back. Like yeah, um, that's, that's at practice, but I get to know the kids. And like I've asked kids before, hey, like what separates me from like other photographers? And they're like, you care. Like you're there as a person. And then a photographer, like, yes, we know you're going to get the photos and we know you're going to capture the moment, but we also know that you genuinely care. A person behind the camera cares about us. I'm like, okay, like, that's good. Cause that's exactly how I want it to be, you know? And it's just like, it's a job. Perception matches reality. Yeah. I'm actually, I actually like the job. Like, I'm not just doing this. Like, I'm not just going there to snap a few photos and then leave. Like I'm there to capture it. Like I want, I get mad at myself when I miss those moments, you know, like even when I get it and I still miss one little thing, I'm like, damn it. Like, I wish I got that instead um so and you'll yeah. see photographers come to our games you know or or time warner like news the local news stations come and like they'll come hop out of their car catch like one goal or one touchdown and leave and i'm like that's like not even a good play but like to them they just want to like punch in and punch out and, and sometimes they have to because sometimes they have to go to other things and i get that like yeah. i understood that as i get older and am in the business more i guess but like it's still just like there should be a, there's a way to do it where you can actually capture the kids. You know, um, mm-hmm. I follow this photographer for the, she used to work Pittsburgh. I think she's actually now with Getty Images and she is a fantastic, she's like, goes to these practices with high schoolers and like goes to games and captures high schoolers for like a news. And it's just like, she's just capturing emotion, which is all that I'm about. And it's like, it's it's so fantastic. And I'm like, that's what we need more of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's go back to some of these photos. So two of them are okay. from SUNYAC uh, against New Paltz uh, at New Paltz, yeah. which I also went to and without being, without asking, or I did ask, but uh, I actually got yeah. access to everything. I was professional about that one, but I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've learned over the years. I got to have access. And you're not at but, our place, you know? So yeah, no, we're not. A, yeah. It's different. Um, I forgot about these photos and I forgot about that game. Like, I mean, we lost, unfortunately. Yeah. But like, I think if I were to choose between the two, I would choose the one where she's screaming. That's where coach is screaming, where Jason's mm-hmm. screaming out of the two of them. She's What's like, the how could you, you not? Uh, the other one was just them celebrating with the crowd in the background celebrating. Yeah, so like, I think, yeah, like I pay homage to that because like we know all those alums, like yes. it's Lindsay and Cassidy and Danielle. Yes. So it's kind of cool for us. Yeah, but Tana, yeah, Shanna, like, yeah, all the most we had both, alums. Both that fused into one photo almost. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, exactly. And it's probably literally, I think it's like the same play Just to the side it's of only it. Right. Four, it's only like four photos away from each other. So it's and probably think- literally the same play. And I think Naya had just done like, made an awesome move to the basket and had an and one. I think it was the play. So I think that, so too. That, those were great. And the ones took at NCAAs were fantastic. So just, I know I was shocked great. you didn't choose one from the NCAAs. Cause I think that one, I have one, I looked, I look at it every day in my room of, of, flow i think hugging naya and the yeah, girls celebrating game. that's one of my favorite that's photos great. yeah like they're hugging and it's like the lenhart photo because it's like mm-hmm. the the there's there's an emotion in the front and then and in the back which is just yeah. like that is me like you said knowing where to be and like and moving myself to like see the action get and know. that 
But like, that's one of my favorites. Especially well, yeah, that, that was a special year. They had a good year it was. last year. Yeah. So all those, yeah, those were all fantastic. And there's one where like, it's every, I like sometimes there's a couple shots you got where like everyone's running down the court going on defense. And like, you see everyone's numbers from the back. Those are always like cool landscape shots to me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's one too, cause there's one, I got a Beth doing just that. Like she's running down and like looking over her shoulder and I love, and then there's one I got at the NCAAs where they're, I like went up lower on the ground to get the reflection and like, yes. you see that ref- those, and that's like, that's what I learned at Notre Dame. Like those mm-hmm. are the things that like, I didn't know when I was at Cortland really, like I would try to get stuff like that, but like, I just didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but then like, I went to Notre Dame, saw other people, what they would do. And like, yeah, it's, those are so much fun. There's that another was so one fun. too with, and it's Naya going like go, splitting two defenders and going up for like a layup. Yeah. But like her eyes, I don't know if they're focused on you, but like near you. And like, she's so focused and make her like her tongue sticking out. And she's just like, so like the expression on her face is so determined. It was a cool one too. Like coming right at you going for a layup. So yeah, I remember that. Layup, I'm ones. pretty sure. I, Cause I sent that to you. Well, that's the thing yeah. is like, because we're working together now more than just like me taking photos. Like I send you all these photos. So you see yes. them right away. And then it's like, you might post one or two of them, but you're like, here's 20. And that's you know? what I like. I love about working with you too. Is like, it's, it's instant. Like you, you're like, Hey, here's some pregame ones. Like, Hey, here's some ones from the first half. I'm like, thank you. This is awesome. Like I can post an update we- and that's what we did at Notre Dame. Like they want, like when I work with Notre Dame, they're literally like, Hey, can you get me one at halftime? Like instant, yeah. like they want it right then and there because they are doing social and they put a photo with the score and it's a graphic and they put it up and they need a photo, you know, yep. and there's rules with video. So you can only share so many highlights. You can only share so many okay. clips. So it's like, they have to do graphics or photos or whatever it is. Um, or they'll even do like halftime, like four favorite shots from the game, you know, things like that. So yeah, I am. And also like, I like it. Cause then I have the photos. So if I want to share yeah. them right away, I can share them right away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but That's I will you, always like, just go... for like, just, you're just, I think of the younger generation with like your tech savvy and know how to do that stuff, which is like, I just appreciate a ton. So kudos to you on that too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then the other two are the Cortica touchdown, which is Ugh. so cool because I didn't know it's, Again, the, cover, it's the cover photo on the football Twitter. Is oh, it, is it? my photo? Oh yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah. Which is so cool. I was like, whoa, that's my photo. I like looked the other day randomly. Um, I think like the coach liked something of mine or something, the new coach. Um, yep. and I was just like, oh, that's me. That's my photo. Like I took that, which is so funny. Cause again, football last sport that I've ever worked with, like barely yeah. ever worked with them, like them in baseball. I just like, it just didn't, you know, really happen. Um, mm-hmm. but the celebration of him screaming in my face, I was terrified I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> it's even not, it's like, it's not perfect. Like, cause I, so I have two cameras and my one camera with the longer lens is the better camera. So the second camera is like good. It's just not as good. And so like, the okay. se- it's, and it's still great. Like, don't get me wrong. I could use that as a primary and you'd, I would be fine, but it's just not as good. And so I was like, so nervous. Like, oh, he came up to me. I was like, I got to grab my second camera. Oh, but I was like, he ran right to me. And I he wasn't did, like, I don't think I was wearing Cortland because I was shooting for a company. So like I tried to wear like, just like, you know, neutral stuff, even though I was obviously I am a Cortland fan. Um, Yeah. And then he just celebrated and I forgot about the celebration, the second celebration of the guys jumping on him. Yeah. Which that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. And like, what an experience Cortica at MetLife. It was, it was, it was just such a cool, like kind of, yeah. Like such a neat thing for all, all of us to be a part of whatever role you played in that. 
I can't imagine how it was for all of you guys to be a part of like having to help host it and do yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was a lot like just a uh, Tom Cranfield took the blunt, the brunt of it. But, um, I, yeah, I was kind of like, you know, I was like, man, all I want to do is just like as selfish as it is. Like when I wish the day I could just be Jacqueline Lawrence and not part of Portland, <laughs> just like be with my friends and enjoy it. But it's, I'm not complaining at all, but like, no, sometimes no. you just want to like be a fan, you know? Yes. But you also have to realize like the, the special a bit, like, because you're with Cortland, you get to be in the stadium in a way that yes. like no one else is. So it's like, as much as like you sometimes want to be, I actually really like being the photographer and having that access more than I like being a fan and like just for sure people, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't like have it another way. And even like the night before Cortica, um, we got down there, my parents came and my girlfriend and I went to the stadium and the four of us were like the only ones in there. Like it was incredible for my parents to go and be able to do that. Like my dad was like, just it's so, being an NFL stadium, like by yourself for the most part, yeah. there's a guy out of the gate, but that was it. And we're on the field walking around. It was just such a neat thing to let them experience too. So, yeah, I got to go. Uh, there was someone in Columbia when I was with football there and there was a connection with MetLife. So we got to do a pregame, like our walkthrough at MetLife. So I have photos mm. on MetLife, like on the field as well. Like I took a photo with my lens ball thing, like of the NFL stadium, you know, the thing in the middle, like all of that. And yeah, it's just something like, when else am I ever going to do this again? Like, yep. And that's what I feel like, know. even like I laugh to myself. Cause like, I'll take, if my friends are in town or like I take my students to the venues or whoever's around and like, I'm like, I get, to, and our, our venues are great here. Like I'm or spoiled. And I'm like, I, I get to like, just go through this whenever I want. Like I could, I took my niece and nephew out there, like play catch on this turf last year. Like, so even like our venues, I'm more spoiled rotten too, to like be able to just be in them whenever we want to be is really neat like nothing brings me more joy actually in being in operations is like getting to a venue early and like setting it up and no one's there yet and you can just be like okay it's like perfect and now people are gonna start coming in it's cool it's the coolest experience when I went and yeah. I had again I had I've had great opportunities and I got to go to Dallas for the college football playoff and shoot Notre Dame and Clemson and where were they demolished were they in the Cowboy Stadium in Dallas yeah at the Cowboy wow. Stadium so I'm there two hours prior. Cause like you can walk in, you know, you, that's when you're allowed in or whatever. So I have a photo and it's been one of my background photos as well. And it's on my wall probably, um, of the stadium empty. And it's just like, I'm above and I took a panorama, you know, and it's just like, when else am I, again, when else am I going to be able to do that? Like I have an right. empty stadium. I don't even want a photo of a full stadium. Cause you can do that as a fan. Like yeah. when else are you going to be in a stadium where it's basically it's empty in the stands of people on the field, you know, getting ready, but like empty. And it's the, it was the coolest experience. And yeah, you're yeah. right. Like I remember going up there for soccer, like this two summers ago, I guess, uh, to help out with take photos of the Heidi's camp that she was running there and stuff. And like, just being in the press box again, like, you know, like I didn't realize the access I had when I was there and the access mm -hmm. you guys give me, like, I'm like, thank you. Like, this is great. Like sometimes I can't be on the field to take photos, but I can be up above and help you guys do this stuff, you know? And it's like, it's special. It's special. Um, yeah, it's it been is. great. It's, it's, uh, oh, I hope I, I, I hope you guys get to play something this year. I know. We'll see. Time will tell. I mean, look, I just, and the biggest thing is I want our, our athletes to be able to practice and be together. Cause we didn't really get to practice much last semester, maybe for like a week. Oh. And then we got like, we were, were not allowed to anymore. So if we could get just together on fields and in yes. weight rooms, I think would be a huge step in the right direction. So yeah, that'd be big. Oh, I, 
I was excited. Obviously basketball is like, that's my team. So like I was so, you know, I would have come to games and stuff. Usually they play one yeah. down, down in this area. So I always go to that one. Um, but it's just, you, if you feel for the student athletes, like you just feel for them, like, you know, what else can they do? Like, they just have to kind of deal with it. And like, that sucks. Like, yeah, it does. And like, I think about like, if I was heading into my, like, I'm thinking for myself, like I talked about that momentum into my senior year and we knew we were yeah. going to be great. And I'm like, if that got taken from me, like, I would not have the grace that these kids have. Like, I know they are, so they've been, uh-uh. they've been outstanding. Um, they, so they really have, they have, um, but yeah. All right. Well, I think this is, that's, I mean, I think we've been talking for a while, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, let's, we'll, t- we'll stay on for a second. I'm going to end this, but thanks for coming on and talking. That was kind of yeah. exactly what I wanted. We just sort of talked. That's exactly what this is. It's just a conversation. So thanks for taking the time. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Behind the Lens with EDL. I hope you all have enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording these episodes. Honestly, every single week, it just gets better and better. Um, I have more fun with each guest in just different ways, and I really enjoy the conversations we have, and I hope that each episode brings something new to anyone that listens, whether it's one person, 10 people, whoever it is. I just hope that you're enjoying it. And I really do appreciate you listening. Um, again, I keep forgetting to mention, but if you want to you know, follow me on Instagram, it's EDL Photography. Twitter is EDL Photography. Um, I post my photos on there. Uh, going through a little break right now with sports, but I'm always posting content. So that's how you can kind of stay in touch with me. Um, And yeah, I'll be back next week with another episode. So I hope you tune in. Thanks.